Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English. Hey ho, hey ho, let's go! Without further ado, let's say good morning to Brazil, to the other countries that listen to us. And we have here today Lolissima from Winner, our sponsor, my friend, and one of the best teachers and one person that is very fantastic to share with teachers and students the best ways to study. Welcome, Lola, to our podcast number 32. We're so happy to have you with us. Thank you, thank you. Good morning. And well, good morning, good evening, um, depending on what time you're listening to that. But I have to state that it's seven in the morning. So that's why my voice is completely different. And uh, but, I we do the, have... but I miss the good morning Friday. Yeah, exactly. But we do have to say that we are really passionate teachers to be here um, recording at 7 a.m. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of passion to do that, but good morning. And thank you. It's always an honor to participate. Morning, Jojo. Good morning, girls. Friday. 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 Today. Teachers that don't work in the afternoon will go to Batch Educar, right? Exactly. Right now, one of the biggest events for education that we have in Brazil, um, not only English education, uh, one curiosity for this year who's going or who has gone probably has realized that we have a lot of bilingual systems stand uh, booths there. So uh, it shows the power and the strength of English teachers. Because Beth Educar is a, um, it is a fair for education, not necessarily English. But this year, it in particular, has a lot of booths for bilingual. So bilingual systems and bilingual education. So this is really nice for us. Not only that, uh, the contact with your peers, uh, getting finally to meet some people that you didn't see in the last two years. I have seen pictures of many of our teachers that I don't see in, I haven't seen in the last three years in reality, because it was since last breast tea saw, and now I saw them in Educar, everybody hugging Verusca, so cool, so nice. And Kami is not going because Kami is far away from us, but Josie will represent passionate teachers in the at the fair today, right? Yes. By the way, I'd like to say hello to everyone. Good evening, good morning, good night, good afternoon. Hi. I envy you because you're the only one with coffee, okay? You had time <laughs> to do the coffee. I'm dying here. I'm going to get a, a coffee candy. You water. know, had no time for the coffee. <laughs> yeah, I just have water as well. I, I didn't have time to make Actually, uh, my because coffee. I, I have a machine, so it's just pressing a button ah, and yeah. everything's okay. Yes, by the way, by the way, everybody loves the machine that we have in Winner because that machine is passionate. <laughs> I, I drank 
three times because the, the the last time that I went there, I think it was I had ten coffees, I guess, ten cups. Of wow! Coffee, you know, because <laughs> it's amazing the machine. It's addictive. This is why I'm so addicted to coffee. Lola is super addicted to coffee. Hey guys, let's let's also <laughs> say what happened in winter this last week, right? Because uh, our listeners they might not know what happened in winter. So who was there? And thank you, Lola, for opening winter for events again. Uh, <laughs> Once we, we, we get enough money to pay um, Teacher Kami's ticket, we're going to uh, get together and make a passionate meeting with teachers. Oh, oh I that would love be that. Mm-hmm. It, that would be wonderful. Be and, and you can use our space, our coffee, and um, it would be an honor to host you guys there. Kami, where are you? I'm curious. I'm sorry. I live in Recife. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I am so much. I'm from so Paulo. I'm from there, but I live here. Oh, that's wonderful. That's this is wonderful. why she has an accent. Recife is so cute. <laughs> sometimes I have the accent from yeah, here. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm there. Mm-hmm. It varies. So just oh, tell us about the meeting at Winner, please. Actually, the girls, actually, the event was amazing because uh, everybody hasn't seen each other for a long time. And then for, for me, it was a great experience because I was able to meet some people there that I, so I consider as a mentors. And then the other people that I was talking online as well. And then it was a, 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 a great environment. Everybody was so engaged. And then Winner has an enjoyable place because... When you are in the room, lounge actually, so it's perfect to have a conversation. Then you feel like home, right? And then so so the all the environment was good for that. And then the the event, like the the girls uh, uh, talking to us, taught us how to use the marketing for teacher. How how you can um, make your students happy, like to delight your students and and use the social media for good and try to make partnerships because this event just happened because of uh, like the Sue met Mari through the the, the t-shirt sales and then that's why they they, they had this, they created this partnership because of the the sales of the t-shirt so It was very funny and then it was amazing too of course and partnership partnership guys has to be something that goes on i have many partnerships not only with lola not only with uh you girls not only with Miriam. i have with julio i have with uh, so many people and this makes you elevates you to a level where not only are you a partner with lots of other people but also you get many other experiences that you wouldn't have if you were not together with other people exactly and this is something that i have been saying over the years um and i've been judged many times i always say if you look at people as partners and not as opponents Mm-hmm. Um, English learning would be all spread Brazil. We have to bear in mind all the time, and I have to remind my competitors all the time that we are in a country that only 5% has access to English education and only 1% of the population is fluent, is proficient. So why the hell am I going to look to another teacher as he or she 
could be my competitor. No, he's not my competitor. Actually, he could be a helper because me as a teacher, and, and I'm talking about me as an institution because I, I do hold a school. Me as a school, I don't have um, enough staff and I will never have enough staff to hold the whole population, the, the whole Brazilian population. True. Even with Zoom, even with uh, online teaching, it's impossible. It's too much. Yeah, it's too many people. It's just so obvious. And uh, I say this for Cambridge exams. I say this for uh, English teaching. And people continue thinking that I am crazy. And I always say, hey, I don't have competitors. I have Some of the schools, they are my partners. And some of them, they're potential partners. And they should be partners. In partnership, it doesn't mean uh, having this in your uh, contract, like, oh, we are partners and no, it's not this. One good turn deserves another. I do something good for you, you do something good for me, and then that's how the machine goes, you know, and we have to break barriers. And I think this is why I'm here today to talk about breaking barriers towards learning. But I think breaking a barrier of uh, competition, like this school is not my competitor, they are my partners, or the same thing as Bristizo. Bristizo says that, right? Together we're stronger. So we have to be always together, no matter if the person teaches by your side, you know, the person lives by your side. We do have enough space to grow and grow and grow and not have a, comp uh, a competitive market. Because again, we have just 1% of proficient English speakers. And then, if you think about, we're only thinking about Brazil. Um, I don't know if you know, if you girls know, but I teach people overseas. I teach people around the world. And so then the market is huge. And Brazil has a great price for, for the world. For instance, I teach students in uh, England and in the U.S. And for them, my full, pr my full price is cheap. For them. Yeah, for them it's cheap because um, I, I teach a great number of nannies in the U.S. For them, my hour of uh, as a teacher is half an hour of them as a nanny. So uh, if you think about it, th there's market for everybody, right? There's market for everybody. Speaking about sharing information, today Lola came here to talk about how to learn, right? Not only for the students, but also for the teachers. When we started, we were saying, but is it different uh, how to study for a teacher or how to study for a student? And we, we think it's the same. For example, I go to sleep listening to podcasts and they go on the whole dawn and I'm listening to podcasts. It's very nice. That's really nice. I listen to at least three different ones. I listen to the Italian podcast. I listen to the American podcast. And then I listen to the German podcast. And then I arrived to my destination. And I had studied already because I, I heard teachers talking to me. So this is my way to study at the moment because I don't have time. So this is the minimum that I can do. And this is what I advise my students to do. Lola, what do you advise your students to do to study better? 
better, to be more efficient with your studies? Great, great, uh, Tachi. So first of all, I'd just like to say, teachers and students, they are the same as learners. The only thing that I feel is that once you're a teacher, your filter is much thicker. So, and your resistance to uh, doing the exercises is much uh, higher. And um, I'll say what I do as a teacher, but this uh, could fit any other person. So first of all, what I, this is not towards studying, it's towards learning. As a teacher, every year I set a new goal every year, every period, but it, it's been a while that it's been every year. I set something for me to learn, to understand the difficulty of learning so I could help my students. And I'll, I started this year something very crazy. I started ice skating. And for the ones that who don't know me, I have zero coordination and I do not drive very well because I have zero coordination. I don't draw and let alone standing on one feet, um, uh, one foot ice skating. For me, it's, this is really hard. And I've been doing this for three months now. And of course I have already evoluted. Um, I, I don't wear a helmet anymore. I feel safe enough not to wear a helmet, but it's really hard. And, and why would I'm trying for for instance now I'm trying I'm learning how to ice skate backwards. I feel like I'm a duck. It's really ridiculous if you see it. And it takes a lot of effort. And and then I associate this to my basic students when they start saying she have she have she have and I cry. No, it's she has she has she has. And uh but it's really frustrating. So first thing that we have to do as a learner being a teacher or a person is try to make our filter our to break our barrier towards learning because everything is in your mind oh am i it, it's the, the same thing like yesterday i was taking my uh, ice skating class and I, I talked to my teacher and um he, I, i could see that he gets quite impatient and i see in his eyes when he is complimenting me and i know that it sucks and he's saying oh very good no you're doing really and i know that it's not good that i haven't evolved. i see it it's clear And but I understand that he's trying to uh, to motivate me. And then I told him like this: Hey, if you're patient, I am very focused. I'm going. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give up unless I'm good. So I put this to me. It doesn't matter. It's gonna take a little longer because I see little kids ice skating next to me and kids that started after me and they're much better. That's why group work for adults sucks because every person has a different timing. But I told him, I, I am resilient. Don't worry, I'm not going to give up. If you do not give up on me, I'm not going to give up on you. And so as a learner, the learner has to have this in him, in uh, inside, like, I will not give up. What happens is that once we are adults, we associate that it's impossible to learn. As I could have associated, it's going to be impossible for me to learn as um, ice skating as a professional. And you know, once uh, once I started ice skating, I thought that, look, I'm not going to be an athlete, an Olympian athlete, Olympic athlete. I don't know how to say that. 
but I'm going to do good. And, and I will even try some turns. Maybe I'm not going to be as in English. Maybe I'm not going to be proficient. Maybe I'm not going to be a teacher because this is uh, not my main goal, but I will be able to become a B2, a C1 level. Maybe you're not going to become a C2. Now here, the, here is what comes to teachers. Once you are a teacher, your barrier to turn C2 is rather impossible because then you keep thinking, no, but this is too professional. But then there is a difference. I have body limitations. I have age limitations when it comes to ice skating. When it comes to your brain, the limitation is zero. So for teachers, maybe as learners, we, we think that uh, it's quite, rather impossible. Like I'll never have the pronunciation. I'll never, um, I, I don't want to get into the conversation, uh, into the talk about accent and not accent. You can have your accent, that's fine. But to, to have the right pronunciation, uh, you may think that oh, I'll never say world with the right pronunciation. But I'm not here to talk about barriers and how to break them. Uh, my, my tip today, it is to think that you can do it. We can do it for both. As teachers, we should motivate our students saying, hey, maybe it's going to take a little longer. And, and this is something that I have been doing with my basic students. I tell them, maybe it's going to take a little longer, but we're going to respect your time. And um, maybe uh, we are going to have to, uh, to do repetition exercises more often, but you're going to go and get to your goal. to say how you can motivate your student because there are several tools and most of us teachers we know very well my thing here it is to tell us about how to learn how to study so first of all um, we have to think about uh, routines there is no learning without a routine it's not for nothing that english schools sat twice a week having classes and i always say that you don't need to have a class on monday and on wednesday you can have a class on monday and on tuesday on monday on friday but they do have this specific timing mondays and wednesdays tuesdays and thursdays saturdays two hours so that you can establish a routine so learning is completely connected to routine because it becomes automatic so um, first thing is that you have to decide what your routine is going to be like so my routine is you know i don't have time i have 30 minutes a day fine this is your routine or uh, i can dedicate one hour per week that's your routine so first of all you have to decide how your routine is going to be this is one. So first things is to have the decision. Once you decide uh, about your routine, things are going to happen. Second thing about learning is uh, deciding what kind of activity you're going to do and decide for something that you're not good at. For instance, I understand everything when I listen. And so as a listener, I'm very good. So maybe podcasts are not going to be so helpful to me as a repetition exercise. 
So maybe podcasts will not be as helpful to me as writing exercise. I'm not saying that the habit of listening to a podcast, I'm getting podcasts because Tati started saying, I listen to three podcasts every day. Uh, I'm not saying that this is a bad habit. Actually, it is not. It's wonderful. That's why you're so fluent. So that's a, a wonderful habit. But for a learner who wants, and, and in your case, Tati, you are proficient already. So this is great to maintain you in contact with new vocabulary vocabulary and with uh, new things and also updated to the world. But as a learner, I'm, let's say that I'm a student and I am a basic two student. So uh, maybe listening to podcasts for a basic two is not going to be so nice. So then you have to say, not so nice, but you will have difficulties and that could be uh, frustrating. So I would add, I would change instead of podcasts, listen to music. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I say for basic students, stick to one song. The more is not merrier when you are basic. So I'm basic too. All right, which song do you like? Oh, I like um, you too, the song one. Great. You're going to put the song on repeat mode several times until you memorize the song so well that you can imitate the sound. I don't know what happened to listen and repeat that was really cut off our agendas. One of the best methods that we have is the audiolingual method. I know it's boring. I know it sucks, but it has to have some effort from our part to learn, right? So for a basic student, I would, as a teacher, I would say, hey, do you want to learn English? Get one song for two months. And I want you to listen to the song every single day. And not only I want you to, to listen, I want you to sing along. Maybe during your classes, it's kind of boring. If you teach online and one-to-one, -one, it's kind of boring. If you teach groups, wow, that would be wonderful if you use the song. So maybe every week the teacher would uh, make students sing one part of the song. So as I was saying, establish a routine. Establish a routine of timing. And there is no secret for that. And there is no established timing. It depends on the person. So for instance, um, if you're more, uh, more of a calm person, maybe one hour will be enough for you. If you're more agitated, if you want to, uh, if you can't sit straight for 15 minutes, maybe your time is going to be five minutes. Maybe your time is going to be, I, I am like that. So what I do is I put some challenges for me. So it's going to be 40 minutes a day uh, during 40 days. So what I do, my challenges are crazy. My yeah. students took them and they yeah, love yeah. them. And I saw I still, the development. I, I still do that with myself. Uh, for now, for this, but I, I don't do it for English uh, because as I work with English, as my environment is fully uh, of English, I, I don't study English anymore. And that's what is a shame. But I study some, I study other things. I study leadership, I study management, but not English now, right now. Uh, but now I'm doing things for um, my life. So I'm, I'm learning how to ice skate and I'm learning how to play beach tennis, which is really difficult for me. So, and then I established a routine every Monday and every Thursday, every, uh, I, I skate every Monday and every Wednesday, I play beach tennis. 
uh, with a teacher. Both of them, I have a tutor with me telling me what to do. And that's my routine. That's what I do. I don't keep, uh, of course, for ice skating, which I have much more difficulty, I follow some uh, Instagram accounts and I see them ice skating. I try to watch a little bit of television, but it, this is too far for me. So I, I keep associating this with my students because once I see all those uh, throws and these skate fi uh, figure skating on TV, I feel like, no, I'll never do that. And so this is too far. So I try not to look at that for now so I, I do not get demotivated but this is me it doesn't mean some people they watch they they are gonna watch it and say no I'm gonna do equal so know yourself as a learner and see what your limits are my limit is I cannot see only uh, these athletes doing that because I will associate I'm 46 years old I'll never be able to do that and I don't know if I want to do that or not and then I will give up maybe next year I come here and I say hey I could do it and I'm already doing some flips I don't know I, I, the only thing that I established to myself is I'm gonna have the routine for a year and I'm gonna see where if I'm gonna evolve or not and what I want to go further if I want to go further or not so one thing establish a routine second if you you are the kind of a person get a challenge and yes for uh, learning English you need a tutor Alola but I am a teacher do I need a tutor uh-huh Yes, you do. Oh, yes, yes, you do. Because you need someone to tell you that your your pronunciation is not that perfect or to make you aware what is accent, what is pronunciation, to show that your word choice is what, you know, I had a, I don't know if I can say this, but I will, I'll, I'll, I'll change the words. I had a student uh, and uh, he wasn't so well in the speaking test for C1. He got an A, okay, he got an A, but for the speaking, he wasn't an A, he was a B. Overall, he was an A. And then he told me, ah, oh, Lola, why do you think I got this uh, grade for C1 and not an A for C1? And I told him, because of your word choice. You're used to teaching kids. So your your word choice is more basic. So even now, if, if you're listening to me now, I haven't been studying for C1 for long. So probably my word choice right now and during uh, this uh, podcast is B2. So once you want uh, uh, to, to increase your word choice, you need a tutor to come to you and say, hey, you're fluent, but your word choice is not a C1, it's not a C2. So get a tutor. Uh, the only good thing about being a teacher is that you don't need a tutor twice a week. Maybe you need a tutor once a month just to check how you're doing, just to give you what to say. This is what I do with teachers who are my students. I, some teachers, they come to me, no, I want to have classes once a week. I just make fun of them. I say, first of all, I don't have time for that. Second of all, you don't have money for that. And third of all, it's not good. I'm not saying that I'm expensive, but I just want to say, hey, don't spend your money with that. You don't need this. What you need is someone to tell you what to do. I will tell you what to do. Someone who will give you support through WhatsApp saying, hey, if you have a question, I am here to answer. And also to uh, to, to do this finishing thing on you. So see if your position is good, if your word choice is good, and then put a challenge like, okay, we're going to try for the C1 uh, certificate. We're going to try. Um, there is a, a teacher now, she's got all certificates and she's trying for a new certificate for Michigan. So that would be also be very helpful.
So, okay, get a routine and then put a, get a tutor, get a challenge. But now, how? What are the possibilities? You're several. One of them that I really like, because it all depends on your level. So if you're basic, I've already said, get one song, more is not merrier, just one song, listen and repeat, listen and repeat. Um, also, buy a grammar book. And once you are a basic student, buy a basic grammar book. So get a, a basic grammar and finish this basic grammar. Or if you don't want to buy a book, there are sites for that. So uh, there is English Perfect, Perfect English Grammar that I like it and, it and it's for free. And you do the exercises regularly as a basic student. If you are an intermediate student, you can. Um, I, I'm not saying that basic students cannot watch they can but they cannot make it as a learning moment because it may it may be frustrating it depends on the student if the student likes it and feels challenged great again both of my kids they learn english only with television so i i force my kids as kids since they were babies to watch tv in english and that helped them to jump from basic to b2 level of course they didn't become c1 um then they they had to have private classes but they became fluent watching TV as kids. So, but maybe uh, if you were an adult watching a series and having the, the exercise to write down new words, maybe it's a little bit frustrating. But what, it depends on person to person. You as a teacher will have to see if your student likes that or not. Once you were um, intermediate, that would be one thing. Watching a series, not a film. I would go for a series because they're shorter or TED Talks. Uh, which you can find online and they're wonderful. Watch, uh, listen to new words, try to use these words during the week. One thing that I love for intermediate reader, uh, inter intermediate students and also advanced is shadow reading. So you listen. Uh, so for TED Talk is wonderful because uh, on the site you have the script, the audio script, and they stop while the speaker is talking. So for instance, I'm, I'm saying here, oh, um, I live in Brazil. And then you repeat, I live in Brazil with the same intonation of the talker. So shadow reading is wonderful. If your teacher do not know what I'm talking about, just Google that and there will be thousands of exercises for shadow reading and they're wonderful for learning. And uh, they're not to be done in class. They're to be done alone. Uh, you can do some exercises of shadow reading, but I, I don't think that would be a practice that I would include during my class. I teach my students how to do it, but I don't do it in class. So that would be an, an amazing thing for base, uh, for intermediate and uh, advanced learners. And uh, one more thing that uh, it's really helpful and makes you learn is surround yourself with things in English. So if you have a computer, put the settings in English. If you have a cell phone, put the settings in English. Hey. Do you do that, Tachi? Yeah, but in Italian, because then I can't remember my dad. That's great. That's a learning moment. Because again, you're learning Italian. Gira so, a festa. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice. So uh, maybe you're, uh, maybe the listeners will hate me because they're going to end the podcast and say, she didn't say anything new. And let me tell you one little secret. It's just like losing weight. 
deficit, caloric deficit. There's no secret. Sit down, study uh, grammar, study fluency with shadow reading or listening and repeating. There's no much secret about how to learn. There is a lot of secret about you knowing you as a learner. You saying, hey, I do not like one hour. If I, I cannot sit for one hour and study something about leadership, for instance, uh, I can't. It's not my way of learning, but I can do it 30 minutes a day. I can read a book over three months, not over a week, but over three months I can. Uh, I know that me as a learner, I forget everything. So I have to recap all the time all the time. I read the page once. I have to go back. I read again. I read a third time. There, there's a book that I have already read it. I'm not kidding. Five times. And every time I read it, I find something new. Maybe because I'm dumb. But okay, I, I'm aware that I am dumb and I have to read it again. And maybe the word dumb is not the best one, but but I'm this kind of person that learns and forgets, learns and forgets, learns and forgets. So, Lola, one thing that I liked you to say was that um, I go according to my little steps. Uh, I, I got very frustrated when I started English that I wanted to read books and books. For example, nowadays would be like me reading Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Details mm -hmm. and stuff. Guys, I gave up in the first chapter because it wasn't for me that kind of reading. I had to choose something more my level to read and then I would be satisfied learning little words and not like a, something so complex. So take a step by step. What I listen from my students a lot is that I'll never get there. It's too complicated. I'm not capable. Um, it's not for me. Uh, like Lola says, I think I am dumb, they say. So <laughs> don't think like this. Think like, like one thing that Lola does And I try to do the same. I'm surfing now. So the challenge is not there anymore. So sometimes I say to people, guys, you don't give me the lash anymore so that I can hold and you, you paddle and I just go holding the lash. And they say, you don't get little stars anymore, golden stars. You have to do it yourself. So it's That's not fun that. when you lose the challenge. So do something challenging. It's important. Do something that you will feel alive. Exactly. But I, I think that to, uh, to wrap up and for all learners, the first thing that if you ask me what's key, it's the routine. It's not much what you do, but it's how often you do. Mm -hmm. Once you have a tutor, it's much better. And then you may say, hey, Lola, but maybe the tutor is not well prepared. It's just going to take a little longer. Uh, we see some self-learners in there learning. Uh, you know, I hate it, but sometimes I listen to people say, hey, I learn English all by myself. And I say, oh, I hate you because of people like you, I don't work. But the thing is, some people learn by themselves. <laughs> Why? Because they have a routine. If you want to speed the process with a tutor will be much better. If the tutor has taken CELTA, then the life is easy or CELTA or TISO or has studied to be a tutor much better and your, your journey is going to be much faster. This is why um, 
uh, and maybe you're gonna uh, criticize me later, I don't believe in teachers who do not assign homework. My classes are fun. You don't have to do homework. Uh -huh. It's gonna just take longer and you're gonna have this student forever. And this student will stay with you for eight, nine years. Is what he should be doing at home uh, so that it would restart learning, it would sparkle learning will not happen. So it will have to happen during your classes. So that's why homework, the routine of studying and, and telling your student that this is very important. One thing that I say is just like, as I said, it's the same as losing weight. You just have to have caloric deficit. Uh, for learning, you need the routine. But there is one good positive thing. You don't forget. Once you start eating sugar again, once you don't have the, the caloric deficit, you get weight. You gain weight again. Mm -hmm. You don't go back to basic one. And then you can say, oh, no, but I know students that they were good and while they were having classes and then they returned to basic. Yeah, but it depends on the level. So here it goes. If I am basic one, if I am A1, I can go to zero. But if I am A2, the maximum I will go back is to A1. So you always go back one level. So for instance, if I am a C1, that's why C1 is one of very... It's one of the most important levels for us to have. Once I am C1, I will all I, I can come back, but I can only come back to B, B2. If I am C1, I cannot go back to B1. It's impossible. If you are C2, that's what is happening to me right now. I am a C2, but while I'm speaking to you girls, I am speaking using C1 level. I'm not using C2. I'm sure I'm not. My word choice is not C2 right now. So once you are not studying or practicing, I haven't been teaching C2 students for a while. So your level comes back once still in the proficiency. So if you ask me, oh, are you still a proficient speaker? Yes, I am. But maybe I'm a C1 right now. So you never go back more than one level according to the CFR. So this is also important. So yes, you will get rusty. Yes, you will. You can go back. That's why it's so important for you to go over the chunk. So A1, A2, close A2. Where should I stop? When I am A1 or when I'm A2? Of course, A2, because then you don't go to pre-basics. Mm -hmm. B1 or B2? No, finish B2. Because at least uh, the level of B1 and B2 we call independent level. So if you were, if you finish the independent level, you still have the English to survive. As a teacher, which level should I go? C2. Oh, of course. Because there will be moments that you're not going to be working with C2, but you, you will never go back to B2. You will always... You will always be proficient in C1 and C2. I know how hard it is to turn C2. I do understand that. And it takes a lot of routine with the right exposure. So for instance, oh, Lola, but I am a C1. I want to become a C2. What should I do? Get the right exposure. It's Why is it so hard to become C2? Because we don't have C2 material so often. The podcasts you listen, Dutch, they are C2. But how much do you practice the podcast? How, how many podcasts we do speaking using C2? Almost none. Don't listen to the same podcast only exactly. once. Listen more or watch, exactly. Or watching TV series. Most of TV series, they're C1. Most of them there C1. C2 would be Bridgington. It would be uh, Downtown Abbey. It would be 
um, I'm thinking only about the English ones, but um, those billions, there's one about a market, a financial mar market called Billions. Billions is a C2 level um, TV series. Suit 2. Suit 2, exactly. So it has a lot of uh, technical vocabulary for lawyers. Exactly, much more advanced. So, yeah. So um, this is pretty much what I say. So for C2, you need to be exposed to C2 material. And if you look for books, then you, you want to sit down and cry because most of books, there's C1s. There's, when you look for books for um, English courses, most of them, there are C1s. They're not C2s. So that's why it's so hard. It's not so hard because we can't do it. It's because we don't have material for that. So you would have a person. I that think I need I need a second one, right, for this. Yeah, we do because we still have questions. Josie has a very elaborated question. Kami has another. Maybe we so do sorry. a part two of episode 32. Don't be sorry. I, I know that everybody that is listening is going to be thrilled. I'm gonna give this to my students to listen to. I'm gonna say C1. Did you listen to her? Did you listen to what she said? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to wrap it up without the two questions because we are going to come back. But it was a pleasure as always, 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 always. Uh, you are a mentor to all of us. And Thank you. as you said, students need tutors. We need mentors. So if you are a teacher listening to our podcast, uh, follow your mentors. See what they're doing. See how they work. See what they're doing for themselves, for their growth, for enhancing classes, right? You always have to look up for people that are... Um, doing something cool, something important, so that you too can follow the same way, okay? Kami. I'm, I'm so amazed <laughs> listening to her because it's like a class, it's like a mentoring. So teachers, please listen to this podcast. It will serve as a mentoring for you. And Thank listen you, to her, listen to her because she knows about the thing. Okay, so <laughs> that's it. It was a big pleasure having you here one more time. And then thanks a bunch for all your words, everything you said. It's very important for us. And see you on our next episode with Lola again, part two. <laughs> Laura return. Let's go on with our lives. Let's go teaching. Let's run because at eight o'clock we yeah. have classes. Classes, yeah. It was super cool to see you and bye guys. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 Winner Idiomas, o centro autorizado Cambridge mais querido do Brasil e aulas particulares de Michigan e IELTS. Uh, in Portuguese, there is a, an awful expression, eu falo mais que o homem da cobra, like, I speak ah! horrible, that's it, that's it, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, girls. If you want to swear, tomorrow at 7 a.m. I'm here. Oh, tomorrow, no, tomorrow is Saturday, don't do that to me, let's, let's make it another yes. Friday. Let's make another Friday. Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English.